Silver Tips fans. Um, welcome to Tips Talk. I'm your host, Josh Horton. Um, coming to you after Saturday's 2 1 win over Vancouver. And uh, I didn't want to do a post game podcast over the Prince George Moose Jaw game, so I waited until tonight. And uh, I think it certainly warranted a, a podcast with the level of play out there on the ice tonight. Um, it's Everett's best win probably since they beat Portland last weekend. So. Um, they've had they've had two really good notches in their belt the last couple of weekends with beating the Winterhawks, and obviously we we know the divisional race and how important that is. But to beat the Vancouver team that came in um, with eleven consecutive wins, that uh, was playing very very good hockey, and they played well tonight. Um, Vancouver is is an interesting team. They're they're very balanced. You know, very similar to Everett. Great goaltending, good defensemen, good forwards. There's not a lot to, to nitpick with with Vancouver, um, but the 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 win over the Giants and the win over the Winterhawks stand out to me because you know Everett's really proven that that night in and night out they can they can face these top level teams and come away you know looking utterly dominant in stretches. That third period where Everett outshot Vancouver seventeen to two was was the most impressive twenty minutes of hockey I've seen Everett play this year. Um, and and it's and it it was a very complete game. I mean, all defensemen played very well. I was really impressed with you know Seeley, Pudiel, Christensen, Wiley, Zellweger had some really nice shifts, and Everett's top three forward lines um, played some played some really good hockey. And most notably that that Cole Goot Berezowski line, which it, it's been a line for good stretches, but since he's been kind of or Dennis Williams has been cycling through centers a little bit and kind of mixing and matching those guys. And whether that's matchup base or just kind of getting different looks, it's hard to say. But that line looked terrific tonight. I mean, they got speed. They got skill. I mean, just really good on the forecheck. Really, really good in puck possession. Um, you know, that that's a line that doesn't really stand out to you as you know, a really big offensive boost. And they didn't even find the score sheet tonight. I mean, they looked terrific. Um, and, and never made some nice plays. I mean, it, Vancouver was hard to crack early on. They're able to get... Really nice play where, where Gonzalez enters his zone and finds Anderson trailing, and he pinches up and, and fires a shot on net. And it was, it was a great play all around. First of all, from, from Gonzalez to find him coming into the zone like that. And then for Anderson to get the, the shot on net and, and can up. You know, it's a garbage goal, but like they say, they don't ask how, how you score him. They ask how many. So his 34th of the year. Um, something to monitor. He's only ten or eight away from Patrick Bykoff's franchise record for goals in a career and uh with 13 games left it's going to be he's going to have to score a couple (laughs) but in a a short amount of time obviously but he's got he's got quite the chance um to to reach that and it's something that you know i've been i've been keeping an eye on this year and he's he's maybe not on pace but he's he's kind of right there and then the second goal wyatt wiley makes a fantastic play um, stretches out to, to keep that puck in his own. I mean that that looked thing, that thing looked like it was going to get flung down to the other end, and the fact that it kept that in shoves it over to Fonstad, who who puts it right on Gonsalves' tape, and he's able to to beat Miner. You know, Miner looked like he was just close, just this close to to getting um, his his glove to that puck, but not quite. And Gonsalves able to put that in the top corner, and and the rest is history. So. That was that was a big time win for for Everett. Certainly one that kind of I think gets the the rest of the league kind of their ears perked up. Yeah, oh, interesting. Um, the PG win, you know, it's not a not a big performance by any means, or you know, nothing really outstanding or noteworthy. But you know, Braden Holt was, was pretty good. I mean, he looked really solid. First start since January fourth for for the young man, and he he played he played really well. Um, 
he's certainly someone I think Everett can can rely on to to take those starts when Wolf just simply needs a rest uh, one night and feels like they can get two points. And that's something that you can't say about every backup goalie in this league. So for a 16-year-old rookie, Holt looked really good. And and Moose Jaw, we know they're in rough shape. They uh, they they went for it two years ago, didn't pan out, and now they're paying the piper. So uh, the 6-0 win for for Everett and for Moose Jaw is obviously going through tough time and they were the final stage of that western conference swing um in the u.s division which isn't easy for those east division teams and they were just kind of it looked like they were kind of playing uncle they just really wanted they're calling uncle they just did not want to, want to be there anymore um not to say they didn't play hard but boy it, it was it was tough sledding for them so I'll, I'll get to some questions to, to finish out the show um from two you know very very um bright minds in, in the WHR world, movers and shakers, if you will. Um, T-Bird Tidbits, um, which is a great Twitter account. I'd recommend it for uh, for anyone that, that's looking for just more more than, obviously, Seattle News. Really good uh, WHL stuff from, from that account. Everett has been playing well all season, he asks. But is there a team below them in the standings that plays a system that could give them trouble in a seven-game playoff series? I could go with the obvious answers here. I mean, Vancouver, Spokane. Um, I think, I mean, either of those teams could could go out and beat Everett in a seven-game series, and I wouldn't think twice about it because they're just really talented teams. But it's not a system thing with those those teams. I think just the talent gap isn't that stark between Everett and Spokane and Vancouver or Kamloops or Portland. I mean, all those teams are really bunched together in my mind. I don't see... You know, one of those teams, you know, being... It's not like last year with Prince Albert. Prince Albert was the the team everyone was shooting for. You know, who's going to be Prince Albert? You know, can anyone be Prince Albert? Um, Edmonton's really good in the East, but I don't think anyone's declaring them, you know, the, the walk-in favorite for, for the Eastern Conference. And Portland is also really good this year. I've been really impressed with the way the Winterhawks have played, but same thing. Um so the one uh, I'll give you this one team that I could see them giving uh, some fits in a seven game series. And it's pretty unlikely that they face each other, but Everett and Kelowna would be really interesting. Kelowna's just physicality and just their ability to just kind of throw that size around is, is a little different. Everett, you know, there's no secret. They're really small, especially in defense. I mean, Wyatt Wiley's their biggest defenseman and he's not a, you know, he plays with some, some jam and some, some physicality, but he's not necessarily, you know, one of those <laughs> big bruising six, four shutdown demon. So it, it, it would be interesting to see, you know, them, you know, go on a seven game series and face, you know, guys like Matthew Wedman and Nolan foot, you know, those big power forwards that can, I mean, we saw it never Matthew Wedman <laughs> kind of beasts his way behind the net and, flings a, a wraparound shot that results in a goal and I kind of just chalk that up to, you know, he's just bigger and faster and what are you going to do there? So, um, but, but nonetheless, I think Everett um, systematically and with their speed and skill can, can surpass that. I, I think last year's Tri-City team is pretty emblematic of that. A, a more bigger physical team that Everett didn't really have much issue with um, when it came down to it, just because, this is how the game's played. You got to be able to, to skate and score goals, and if you can't keep up, you're not going to win games. So I, I, it's hard. It's hard to say. I I, I think th- it's not. A, it's more of a talent thing than a system thing to me um, when it comes to Vancouver, Spokane. So th- those were kind of my soft answers. But I guess if 
you want a system team that could be interesting is Kelowna. Although they could be playing a little different under their new head coach than uh, than Adam Foote. So hard to say. Entering this year's WHL playoffs, pick one D-man, Chad Balcom asks, um, the host of WHL Unfiltered, subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts like Tipstock. Jake Christensen, Bowen Byram, Ty Smith, Johnny Ludwig. Obviously Everett, Vancouver, Spokane, Portland respectively for those teams. My pick here is Bowen Byram. <laughs> I, I'm a sucker for you know really sh- good two-way defensemen, so... I'll, I'll take Byram any day, but you can't really go wrong with any of those guys. I mean, Christensen's obvi- obviously, we haven't talked about this. He's played incredibly well this year. Ty Smith, offensive wizard, and Johnny Ludwig is a nice, you know, stay-at-home guy with some edge and some physicality, but has kind of unlocked a, a offensive side to his game as well. So my pick would be would be Bowen Byram, um, but can't go wrong with any of those guys. There's some really good defensemen in the U.S. division um, or in the Western Conference in general. I mean, I, I, I like some of Kamloops' defenseman. Max Martin is a really, really solid guy. Kelowna, I mean, Connor McDonald and um, you know some of the some of the talent that they got back there is pretty impressive. Um, and, yeah, there's just some really good defensemen. So um, can't go wrong with any of those guys, but I, I like Bowen Byron personally. So that does it for this uh, episode of Tips Talk. I'll be back throughout the week. I've had some special plans for this podcast to, to not – probably divulge a little too much that have that have not fallen through per se but have taken a little bit longer to get together than than i like to so be on the lookout for maybe multiple episodes this week or the next um but i'll, I'll be i, I promise to, to do probably a better job of of getting podcasts up and and uh and figuring out you know a, a more consistent schedule for this but um it's it's tough 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 sled in this time of year with uh, some of the other responsibilities I got on the, on the job as well that occupy my time, unfortunately. So, um, can't, can't do hockey 24 seven as much as I like it. So that, that does it for this week's episode. And you guys know the drill subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts, leave a rating and review. It's also really helpful and just provide any feedback or ask any questions. You know where to find me, Twitter at Josh Horton, EDH, Facebook page, is, uh, is Josh Horton Silver Tips. Just search it in and give it a like and also just reach out and ask questions and you know where to find me. So um, I'll, I'll talk to you guys hopefully early next week with a, with a podcast uh, on, on some sort of subject. Um, but until then, see you later.